Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up, these two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. You're listening to Eat and Drink. Welcome. It's, it's happening. Awesome. It is. It's I'm, happening. I'm Marco Timpano. I'm Ali Hassan. Uh, I'm going to start off with my main concern today, which okay. is that Marco may not have enough colored pens in front of him. I know. There are about 12 pens of different colors. I wish sometimes I could just be in your mind. Yeah. The, just the way you see the world, I feel like it would be a more exciting place for you me. You know, it's almost like I have a Hello Kitty backpack full yeah. of like... And, and what's funny is... I've got this at ready in uh, case I need uh, There's uh, an orange, bright orange, like some of these guys who work on the highway and you have to see them. It's that color. It's a pencil case. It says highlighters on it, and in it are highlighters, yeah. as you might expect. If you look at my notes that I have in front of me, yeah. it's like a rainbow of I colors. know, but that's what I say. I feel like it's an exciting place. Mm-hmm. And I only do that with my taxes. Like, I have my taxes sure. in front of me. Now I'm like, I got to remember, I got to highlight this number, mm-hmm. this number, this company. But why not life? Why not mm. always? For me, it's about organization. Yeah. I can be very disorganized. So if I color code and have things set out in front of me with different colors and I have pens accessible, I'm good to go. Well, colors, as it turns out, not to be uh, Joey Segway over sure. here, but colors <laughs> good old Joey. are uh, Joey Segway always says colors are good, uh, especially when you're talking about hot chili peppers. And that's what we're talking about. They come in all shapes and sizes and colors. The world of chilies, if you know the world of chilies, it's uh, it's big, it's broad. Mm. It, there's a lot. Every country has their own chili, and sure. every country says our chili's the best. Yeah. And every country's, of course, wrong about that, right? This yeah. is the chili episode. <laughs> this is what Let we're me do. ask you a question: How do you spell chili? This is the thing, yeah. right? This is because if you go C H I L I, people are like, "Oh, with some meat and beans right. in it," and you're like, "No, absolutely not." Although I could add chili to your chili and really light it up, right? Yeah, I think as often as possible, I try to go L L I E S. I try to talk about it in the plural so sure. that it's clear. Because I was thinking, it. how are we going to name this? Like, how are we going to spell chili in this episode, yeah, it's right? A, it's a, and yeah. so I looked into it. Yeah. And generally speaking, in North America, they spell it like chili, like the Mexican dish. Yeah. So C-H-I-L-I. Okay. But in North America, if you say that, one's going to expect chili con carne. Well, that's it. Right? Imagine being in a restaurant and go, can I have some chili? chili. And then... Somebody shows up with a bowl of red kidney beans, and you're like, this is not at all. Nope. Now i got to eat this, though. But in Spanish, in Latin American country, in Mexico, they spell it the way that you had said, with the I-E. Yeah. Or the, yeah, the I-E. And then in Britain, the U.K., and some British uh, colonies like um, South Africa, New Zealand, Australia, uh, they spell it C-H-I-L-L-I. Yes. So I just found that fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to complicate matters, we live in Canada where it mm. sometimes gets chilly. Yeah, it's true. Right? Very true. And, and what, can, <laughs> what can heat us up? 
But a good bowl of chili right. ah, with chilies in it. Before we get to <laughs> our chilies, yes. I'm going to make us a drink that's going to complement the food item that we're going to have today. Amazing. Chili. So I was, Leo's like, okay, what goes with chili? Like, what is the perfect cocktail drink? And beer goes great, yeah. I think, with hot, spicy food, right? Agreed. And then I was like, yeah, but we're probably going to have a beer episode because you're quite a beer connoisseur. Is that fair to say? I drink it a lot. Does okay. that make me a yes. connoisseur? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Listen. All, uh, beer's my thing. You don't have to be a beer maker or a beer meister or whatever you call someone who makes beer. To be a connoisseur. To be a connoisseur. Yeah. So we're going to have a beer episode down the line. So I'm, like, I'm not going to waste that moment to make a beer episode, uh, to make a beer drink. Yeah. Instead, I'm going to make a drink that takes the punch out of the heat if it's too hot. So, Just to let people know, this is yeah. a very exciting moment for me. Every yeah. time Marco reaches for his uh, his accessories, so he's got the martini shaker, he's got the shot glass, which one end is the one ounce. You flip it over; it's a two ounce. Looks like a beautiful brass. It's brass color, and I, I don't usually see that. Kraken um, rum. Hey, this yeah, is, this you know, I'm already saying there's milk and there's rum on the table. Okay, so I chose a cocktail okay. that has milk because generally speaking, if you have the heat, a, the heat you're yeah. going to temper that with milk or yogurt or something like that. Is that fair to say? Of course. I think a lot of Indian cuisine will have yogurt dishes. Yeah. Is that to temper the heat? Um, probably. I think the yogurt and the cream was also, there was a, 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 a um, catering to your guests kind of element. You know, like, oh, let's not show them. We can't serve them beans. Getting back to chili again. We can't serve them beans. Let's serve them meat. And what, what would go well with meat to show that we are rich and we take care of our guests? But some cream. And then when cream, uh, people realize how fattening it is, they're like, let's just put yogurt. I think that's part of it as well. I forgot the ice, so I had to go to the kitchen. I know. This, so. Listen, nobody even knew you were gone. I'm I know, talking to myself. like I, I, I could know. hear you, but I really wasn't paying attention. So I'm putting ice in yes. a shaker. Oh, don't What's worry about it. You're all over the place all here. Over the, place. the ice fell on the floor. <laughs> you know what it is, because I have the recipe right there. Put on the recipe. All right. Got a couple of ice cubes here. Don't worry, I'll pick them up in a second. What we're going to do is we're going to make milk punch. Yeah. It's a cocktail that is pre-colonial yeah. and is found a lot in New Orleans. So I just figured, you know what? Let's go with a milk bakes cocktail. I think it's great that you're using rum too because the pepper that I was going to focus on today was the scotch bonnet pepper okay. found in the Caribbean where also one would say, uh, you know, uh, rum uh, flows freely. Yeah, yeah. complimentary. Yeah. And you know, that's that's a fascinating thing about wine too. If you're ordering wine um, and you're having a traditional sort of ethnic dish, order the wine from that yeah. area and it's going to, it, generally speaking, is going to complement that well. So I just put in um, four ounces of milk. Yeah. Because we're doing two. So it's a two ounce, two ounce milk. Uh, it's supposed to be an uh, ounce and a half of bourbon. So I'm going to get the bourbon, but I'm going to put three ounces because we're having this together. Yeah. So I just want to let people know that uh, Marco and I don't plan this together. I tell him I want to do something with a scotch bonnet pepper. He doesn't ask me what. And then he goes, great. I'll make an accompanying drink. Cocktail. There impressed. you go. So yeah. that's three ounces of bourbon. And now I'm going to do one ounce of dark rum. I'm just going to spill things, man. I'm just going to spill things. Marco, it's just me. It's Ali. Know. You know, I put my pants on one leg at a time. <laughs> you don't got to be nervous around me. You're right. You're right. I don't think I have an, enough ice in here, to be honest with you. Well, there's some on the ground I could pick no, up. No, you're not going to pick up the ground ice. But 
what I might do is just grab and then some simple syrup. I can entertain myself here while you get some ice. You know what? You like, I'm gonna you let know? you. I'm gonna let you. Yeah. So this is this is excellent. I mean, uh, what I'm gonna be making uh, food-wise is very simple, but it's gonna bring the heat and anything that can cut that. In fact, even my my recipe has some honey in it to cut the heat of the heat. That's how hot it is. Okay, I can smell the booze in this. Yes, you can. <laughs> I mean, it's like geez. well, when bourbon and rum get together, they have a good time. Yeah. So. All right, let's shake this up. And let's see. I hope this turned out nicely. I like when when Marco's moving around, it's exactly the way it shows that you have years of bartending and bar experience because you're moving around. It's like the way I cook. When I go to my mother's house, my mother would be like, you're not in the restaurant. Who's going to pick up this stuff that's flying on the ground? I'm like, oh, we don't have, uh, we don't have some guy, the dishwasher, the line cook. Somebody right. will come by, no? Obviously, I'm joking with her when I say that. But, yeah, it's the same way. You don't, just because you're in your house at a table doesn't mean you change your movements. No, you know, it's interesting. And I think a lot of people fear making cocktails because they're like, oh, what if I don't do it right? What if... Just go for it. Of course. Mix. Make a mistake. You, you can always remake it. It's not a big... A this big is it. You've got to approach it the same way you approach food, with a sense of adventure and, and hopefulness and, uh, and, and uh, curiosity. It's not always going to work. I'm going to take uh, a bit of nutmeg and grate it on top. I feel like Santa's going to walk in the door. I know. Right it, has a, it has a Christmassy sort of feel to it, but this is the classic milk punch cocktail. And that's the name? Does it have any other name? Milk Milk Punch. punch. Simple. Cheers. Cheers. Let's see how this tastes. Hey, ho, hey. I don't know how it's supposed to taste, but I like that exactly the way it is. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. That makes me happy. Is that stronger than it normally is, or is that exactly where we want it? No, I think that's where we want it. Okay. It's it's a nice drink that you could have for brunch. It's a daytime (laughs) drink, you know. Is there a drink you can't have for brunch? Are there ones that are yeah, like... Yeah, uh, I would say brunch Brunch cocktails should be light and fun and fruity and flavorful yeah. and milky. You don't necessarily want a really bitter, harsh, uh, strong... That's the, uh, that's the end of the day when the world has punched you in the face a few times. Yeah, and I think brunch, you want to you wanna be able to drink a lot of drinks. Yeah. Oh, Whereas that's good. Sometimes when you have a really strong like whiskey cocktail or, settles, whiskey, or even yeah. just like a whiskey on the rocks, to me, that's not a brunch drink. Got it. Now, we mentioned that we're based out of Toronto. We're a Toronto podcast, if you will. Yeah. I got to say, I think we have some of the best food, best restaurants in the world in this city. Because I went to a I restaurant last night. I feel like you might night. be biased. And I, I admit it. <laughs> you, you'll I, own that. I own it, and I don't care. But yeah. I have been to a lot of places. It's undeniable. And New I, York has great food. San Francisco has great food. Yes, yes, yes. But for variety... And for price point, you can go to a great inexpensive restaurant. You can go to a great expensive restaurant. You can go to different ethnicities. You can go to pan-ethnicity restaurants. You go. To, you can go to Canadian restaurants. I just love it. Yeah, I do. No, no, it's I, and great. I'm not. I'm not going to be shy about it. I'm not going to take that Canadian approach where it's like, oh yeah, we're great. But no, I like what you're doing. No, I like, and the time for. The time for apologizing for who we are, whatever it is, in music, in, in our acting talent, in mm-hmm. our comedic talent, and, and, and now more than ever in yeah. food, I think that ship has is, is sailed, and see you later, don't come back. You I know, think we should own what we have, and we should be proud of it. I'm proud of it. When, when someone points out that I say out and about and all that, I'm like, yeah, 
that's how I speak. Yeah. And I'm not going to be embarrassed about it yeah, yeah, just because yeah. I'm in a different country or not. Oh, you can tell you're Canadian. Good. I'm proud. You know, it's fun. I, I remember this is going back like 20 years. I was still a teen. I'm visiting my cousin in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And he's got his funds. Uh, his, his friends are there. We're all hanging out. I go, man, it is hot out, eh? And they and they freaked uh, out over the A. Yeah. They were like, it's true. Canadians do it. Yeah. And it made me so paranoid. And I was like, oh, sh- what should I be saying? Yeah. And is a huh better than an A? Yeah. Is it? It's hey man, it's what I do, and it's not the most ridiculous thing ever. It's called an accent yep. or an affectation, and it's it happens because of where I'm from. And uh, you know, it's, there are worse things you could that could come out of your mouth. True. For God's sake, come on! True. What am I so embarrassed? True. About? And there's worse things you can put in your mouth. Absolutely. Put chilies there. <laughs> yeah. But I want to say this: like that is my regional dialect, and I'm happy to speak it. So, uh, if you're listening and you're not from Canada, come to Toronto. This is also a welcome for our listeners. Come enjoy our food, enjoy our city, enjoy uh, what we have to offer. Sure. Uh, you know, I was just telling uh, Marco that a friend of mine, mm-hmm. his his thing is, you know, they've. He and his wife have paid up their mortgage. They like to travel. They like to go and eat. So he's he's gone to Copenhagen sure. to eat. Uh, he has other uh, destinations in mind. You know, he was thinking about Helsinki potentially, and that's great. But he could also just drive four hours to Toronto and have an incredible weekend of eating. Yeah, and I do that in other cities. So what? Know? Okay, let me ask what you that. Stops me from what is a city besides Toronto? Yeah. where you go and you're like, I'm going to eat well here. Every city I go to okay. that is a major city, I seek out those places. Okay. So I go to Winnipeg every year for the Winnipeg Comedy Festival. I know I'm going to have brunch at Clementine. I know I'm going to go to Deer and Almond. I know I'm going to go try Segovia. It's a tapas place. I, these are the places in my mind I already got it set up. Mm. Ottawa, nation's capital, sure. has got such amazing food. There's this this duo, a chef named Jordan and his um, his partner, their name escapes me, but they have three restaurants right now all named after cars. So El Camino, okay. uh, Datsun, and Riviera, all old classic cars, and each one of them brings something different to the table and is amazing. And then there's about a dozen other places in Ottawa. Like, it's it's become where you go to Ottawa and you're like, can't wait to get out of here, and now three days isn't enough. Wow. I need a fourth day so I can go to Aylmer and try the best brunch that this small uh, Central American woman is making, and she's just... Uh, apparently she's pregnant. She's not going to be there for much longer. So they like time is of essence. Right. But that's, that's you're cro- if you're going to Elmer, you're going you're crossing the border. There. I am. You're so that's Quebec. technically yep. Quebec. There that's you go. right. But just a um, pinch away from Ottawa. Pinch away. Yeah. You know. In fact, when I go with the kids, it's a shame. Right. Uh, just too many kids. You can't take them to a nice <laughs> restaurant. We went to Quebec City last yeah. year, and I was like, I know what I'm missing, and I'm upset about there you it. Go. But yeah, every city, and and some cities are tougher, you know. I'm was, is there a city that hat. you've ever been to where you were surprised? You're like, man, I did. for me it was Omaha, oh. Omaha, Nebraska, great city, great city, and then the food was just a level above what what, what my expectations were. And I I know the fault lies in myself, expecting that I wasn't going to get great cuisine. Yes. But shout out to Omaha, Nebraska. It was fantastic. The meat there, the scene there, the different the variety of restaurants, top notch. Well, I feel like that touches on. Something that we, we, we sometimes forget that every city will have something great to offer. You just got to find it. You got to talk to locals. You got to do a little bit of research. Where did you go? Prince George? Yeah, Prince George, BC. So Prince George, BC, not necessarily known for food, and yet you had one of the best pizzas you've ever had. It was amazing, and it was Batula Burning, mm. and it was a restaurant that they just used birch wood to, uh, in their ovens to make the pizza. And I'm yeah. like, 
all right, guys, relax with the birch wood. Kind of yeah. like, you know, birch wood tends, is an inexpensive wood. Prince George is a logging town, or there's a lot of logs that come through that, that city. And so we went there, and I was skeptical. I'm like, okay, first of all, I'm in, I'm in central BC. What do they know about pizza? Now they're going to feed me a pizza that they've cooked with their birch wood. Mm. And it was like a slap in the face. It was like, wow, this pizza dough has a nutty flavor that's imparted by the birch wood. Yeah. This pizza is fantastic. And I wasn't expecting it in this sort of northern it's town. Yeah. It's terrific. Look, I mean, Canada, U.S., this country made of immigrants. Mm. Immigrants bring something amazing with them. Their food, other things as well. But I focus on the food, and, and you just got to seek out people. And sometimes it means going to a restaurant in a small town where they're trying to cater to the you know North American sure. palate. But you just have to go, I want to eat what you guys eat. And it's interesting you say that. I think we're, we have an abundance of rich, riches because of all the different people that have come to mm-hmm. the city to influence. Because... While it can be argued that, you know, you're in Italy, you're going to get great food, and I've, you know, lived and worked there, and yes, that's true, but you're not going to get things outside of the Italian cuisine menu. There are some Chinese restaurants, there are a couple of other sort of ethnic restaurants, but they pale in comparison, not only to what we have in North America and, say, in, in other parts of the world, but certainly not not the quality that you're going to get sure. elsewhere. So. I'm going to end that entire yeah. travel uh, portion by saying uh, don't eat buffets. Just stay away from the buffets oh. Oh. because you are not experiencing life. You just reminded me when you were saying in Italy you don't have. Yeah. So people go, oh, a buffet, I get to try it. Uh, no, you get to try all the worst of the worst. There's nothing. A buffet is when you don't know how to do anything well. You just do a bunch of mediocre stuff at the same time. That's, you, that's what I believe. If you're ever wondering, like, how can I make Marco angry? Yes. Take him, take to, a him to a buffet. T- take me to a buffet. I, I worked. We've never even had this conversation. No. It's just no. so amazing that we would both hate buffets this much. When I was waitering, I hated serving at buffets. Yeah. I Sometimes you go to a buffet... And the people at the buffet are animals. You're like, guys, yeah, yeah. relax. Like, it's a buffet. There's yeah, a lot and for they everybody. just and so you know what? I bet we're gonna have like a buffet episode. We have to have a buffet episode. I worked. Uh, I, I managed a, a restaurant, Bombay Palace, mm-hmm. now defunct. Uh, rest in hell, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I no tears lost for that place, but uh, yeah, it was it was a buffet, and it was uh, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, Montreal's best yeah. and biggest buffet. And I'm like, these are not compliments to yourself. No. This is bad news. And there's only two ways you can go on a buffet. Uh, yeah. You know what? We'll save it for Okay, well, we're going we'll to have a buffet episode. episode. Yeah. We're going to get into Chili's. I just want to say to our listeners, if you have your favorite restaurant in your city and you want to send us an email, uh, do that. Look at our show notes. You'll know where to do it. And maybe we'll talk about it. Or maybe when we're in your city, we'll, we'll check out that place. Yes. Recommendations are always awesome. No, we're gonna leave. Our, we're gonna leave our families and travel together and eat. We're gonna <laughs> eat our way just, into death. Uh, yeah, what a way to go! Though. What a way to go, yeah, man! You know, like, you know, when I was into music as a kid, I remember like the Rolling Stones mm-hmm. and Ozzy. All these guys sure. would be like, "I'm gonna keep rocking till I die, man." Sure. Well, uh, we're gonna keep eating until we, we die. die. That's it. He was a great man, and that foie gras that he had that ended his life was probably the best he ever he died ever doing what he loved yeah, man if I if I fell asleep if I fell asleep if I fell asleep to my death yeah. with a piece of foie gras in my mouth nobody like it would be the best funeral ever yeah. people would be like this is so perfect he did it exactly the way he should have done it okay the only time I want a buffet is at my casket yes. and I want a buffet of the best 
food from different restaurants in the city. Lying you, on just, your casket? And you just you come, you pay your respects, and then you leave with a plate. How so great good. would that be? So I, good. That's what I want. So Ali, good. make it happen, all right? Oh, my God. All right, chilies. We're going we're gonna to work on your will after this show. <laughs> okay. All right. Chilies. I don't know what your experience is with chilies. Mm. I, you know, I come from, my family comes from India, Pakistan. We feel like the green chili, just a very simple small green chili, mm. is the best, is the hottest. And then, you know, you get into your teens, you start meeting people from outside your social circle, you know, the, the, your ethnic mm. circle, and you meet Jamaicans, yes. you meet people from Thailand and Laos, and, and then you, re, and you go to their homes and you realize, holy cow! Yeah. This is this is a this is a crazy world out mm. there, and what we thought was the best mm. is not even. Mm. It's a, it's part of an amazing group of of, of foods. The, all these chilies yeah. out there in the world. So I, I'm so happy to get that introduction at a young age. It's and as I, if chili unites different cultures. I it's think the, so. it's the fruit that unites. It is a fruit that unites. Mm. It's also there's a competitive element to it, sure. right? It always turns into a pissing contest with so many people. And it need not be that. We all benefit. We it's, all, the Olympic, it's the Olympics. It's the Olympics of fruit. <laughs> yeah. Because it's what unites countries and what, what where the Pits competition against yeah. each other. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now I Pakistani, Muslim, Canadian, however, I'm an honorary uh, member of, of, of a def- bunch okay. of different. I'm an honorary Goan. Goa being a Love province in in, uh, in in India, region in India, just because of my Goan friends, and they would they have us over at Christmas all the time. Portuguese influence in Goa, right? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. In fact, my friends are all Demelos and D'Souzas right. and Fernandes because the Portuguese really uh, had their impact there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I'm also an honorary Trini. I'm an honorary Trinidadian, and I that took some while. That took a while. That didn't happen overnight. They don't I, give you that pass. No, no, no. and nor should they. <laughs> My friend Dave Dale Ryan, God bless him. He, you know, he, I know his family so well, an extended family, and and we were we were we were good friends, but we didn't connect on the chili thing. You know, his his parents would come over to visit him in Hull when I was in Hull, or they would come to Montreal. We'd order some pizza. And then they would start putting the pepper sauce, a scotch bonnet, basically almost like a paste, but they would sure. put the pepper sauce on the pizza. And they'd be like, Ali, should we put some on your slice? And I'm like, of course. What yeah. am I not going to? I'm like, no, leave mine without. Of course you are. Sure. And I would start to sweat and sweat. And I would be like, no, no, no. I really love this. Yeah. And, you you know, to look at me, you'd be like, he doesn't love this. Mm. But I really did. But the sweat was really... Intense, intense, and 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 forthcoming, and uh, I remember, you know, his uh, Dave's dad used to be like, he liked the pepper, but the pepper don't like Thank him. You. It would all be like some. I'm like, no, 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 I like the pepper. The pepper likes me. This is gonna be fine. And and to my credit, I worked up to a point. Nice. Within a decade, I was making my own pepper sauces okay. at home, asking recipes of various. You know, grandmothers are always the best. And then you go to like Trinidadian homes, and they have like. You know, they'll say like this, we call this pepper the five-pot pepper because you can cook five pots of food with this pepper. However, they never do that. They flip it. They put five peppers in one pot of curry, and it's intense, but it is... You know, I've always said chilies in in general, not just a scotch bonnet, but something about chilies, you... It's euphoric, right? It's like a drug, you know. You you know, as a, as a caterer, I would always add some element of heat 
to a meal and you see, you just witness it, people start talking quicker. They right. get a little lightheaded. They get a little loose. It's it's kind of a, a social lubricant, not, not unlike boots. Sure. Well, it's interesting you should say that because... The cap- capsaicin that is in peppers is used in, in a lot of medical, medicinal purposes. Mm. So, yeah, there's that's true. Uh, you know, every pepper has its own sort of heat level. Yeah. And so, like, if you're looking at the Scoville, the Scoville heat units and stuff, the Scotch bonnet, which is the pepper we're going to be, or the chili we're going to be looking at today, is pretty high up there. It is. It is. It so, is. It's a sweet heat, and nobody... Unless you know the pepper, yeah. nobody else is like, no, there's no. nothing sweet about no. that. But if you know peppers, there is a, a, a little bit of a sweetness. Like when you have like a, a red pepper, a bell pepper, sure. it has a sweetness to it. You can taste a hint of that. Uh. And so what I do is I add honey to sort of accentuate right. that sweetness. But the heat is definitely okay, there Okay, so well. what are we trying today? Let's, let's so get into that. we're going to try, this is an ode to... Uh, to a green-eyed, dreadlocked Rasta man that I saw, I met years ago. This is about 25 years ago. It was in Toronto, sorry, in Montreal. We were trying to do the um, Cara Fiesta Parade, which in Toronto is called Carabana. Montreal was trying to do Cara Fiesta. So you go with this parade along the route, and then it ends up in this grassy Kind of above a reservoir is this is grassy field. Grassy knoll, if grassy you will. Grassy knoll, if you will. No deaths occurred, but, <laughs> okay, but one almost occurred, which I'll tell you about. So, you know, now it's the whole parade has ended there. So it's all these stalls, these outdoor stalls sure. of people selling food under their little tent. And I lose my friend Dave, the same Dave, the owner Ryan, the Trini friend of mine. Nice. But I see this place that has Trini food and I wait in line. You know, 15 people deep. I wait, I wait. Sun, July, Montreal sun is pretty hot, just beaming down on me. Finally, I get to the front and I say, I'll have a pelau. Pelau is like, some people might know a palau. It's it's a rice dish with meat in it and made with the broth of that meat. So you can Yum. have a chicken pelau or a, a goat or, you know, beef pelau. So I ordered the chicken pelau. Nice. And... Um, as I'm saying that, somebody comes in, buds in line beside me, and he goes, make that too, boy. And I'm like, what? And it's my friend Dave. I'm That's like, it. where have you been? Right. You just let me wait in this line the whole time? He goes, man, I was talking to some people, this and that. And uh, then he says to this guy, and that was the green-eyed man yeah. with the dreadlocks, he goes, and uh, I'm put plenty pepper, boy. And so, you know, I, I'm i like, all right, well, not to be outdone, uh, plenty, plenty pepper for me as well. Yeah. And the man did not even look at me. He looked at my friend. He goes, this boy's ass going to bleed tonight. And I'm like, I'm right here. Right. Have the decency yeah. to look at me. And so he took this squeeze bottle, like a ketchup squeeze sure. bottle, and just <laughs> into the side of the pillow. And I take it, confident that if my friend can do it, I can do it. I don't know why I would think that. Right. This guy's like, as, a, as an infant, he was probably eating pepper sure. sauce. Anyway, so I sit outside again in the heat. So I'm already sweating from the heat, and I... Try this pelau with this with this pepper sauce in it, mixed into it. Rookie move. You just mix it right, right in like an idiot. Now you don't even have any. And I just started sweating oh, so profusely, and it was so hot. I remember my friend Ravi coming over and going, what are you eating? I'm like, it's so hot, man. He goes, he tries a bite. He goes, holy shit, man. Oh, my God, where's water? And he had to go wait in a lineup of 15 people for a oh. bottle of water. My friend Karen came over, and she was like, why would you do this to yourself? I was like, no, I like it. And I remember just lying in the grass, because <laughs> the grass was the only cool thing. Sure. Ravi hadn't gotten any water yet. Yep. 
I lying in the cool grass, my sweat just falling into the green grass right. and saying, if this is the end, it hasn't been so bad. Okay. And I really thought I was good. I, wow. You know, it, it, uh, I felt like a little bit like hallucinating. All I really felt like a mess. Like sure. I've done some mushrooms. And now, uh, fast forward 20 years, and I make my own pepper sauce that go. makes others hallucinate. Oh, man, now I'm, so. I'm nervous. <laughs> that, that set up gonna to Marco's going to try this. Well, you know, my background's Italian. I'm an Italian-Canadian. And when it comes to spiciness and, and chilies in Italy, you're looking at the southern part of Italy. Yes. The northerns tend All to. All depends on where you're from. Right? Uh, yeah. My dad is from the south. My mom is from the north. So when it came to Italian cuisine from my dad's part, Calabria in particular, there was always pepperoncino. Yeah. And you'll notice it in particular when you're getting the salamis from Italy. If you're having a salami from the north, a Genoa salami, it's going to be sweet. It'll have peppercorns in it, that kind of pepper, but it's not going to have the chilies or the pepperoncino. And then if you go to the south, you're looking at soppressatas, you're looking at, um, you know, a hotter a hotter type salami. Sure. But in no way is it the heat that you're going to get from a scotch bonnet because that's not native or indigenous to Italy, right? Right. So it's it, I find it fascinating. I love having spice, but I remember when I was in Mumbai, I was in a restaurant with some colleagues, and I was like, I want this dish. And I go, I want it the way you would have it here in India. And they looked at me, and they're like, with spice? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I want it with spice. And they're like, they looked at me like, uh, I don't know. I'm like, listen, <laughs> just do it. If I can't handle it, I'll put it aside. I'll I'll modify it in some You'll way, shape, but I want to have it the yeah. way it's intended to have it, right? Yeah. And no word of a lie, I'm there, eating it. I see the staff all watching, watching me, yeah. watching me yeah, to yeah, see yeah, like yeah, what's yeah. this white guy gonna do when yeah. he eats the way we eat, right? And yeah, it was spicy. It was hot. I had a beverage that complemented it, so I didn't go crazy. But it was fantastic. And I looked at all my other colleagues who are all like butter chicken, butter chicken, butter chicken. I'm like, guys, like. Like we're, we're here, yeah, 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 like yeah. we're here. Try yeah. venture. Okay, ask them to modify it. Ask them to take it down a notch. But eat the cuisine of the place. All right. So okay. I have an avocado in front of me. You have an avocado. A half, half avocado. And again, I also try to um, have some sympathy and mercy on both of us, sure. not just you, brother. I mean, this is a, this is a really crazy batch. Okay. I open up one. I slice one of these peppers, and it just hits me in the eye. I was wearing a toque at the time, and I just wanted to remove my toque. Okay. But this is just from smelling it. Yeah. So this is insane. So this what is I the do, scotch bonnet this on. This is a scotch bonnet. On this half slice of avocado. Half slice. Uh, so you'll notice I just really put it in the center yep. because you may need some avocado to, to counter it after. And if you don't, even better. Right. Uh, did I give you a spoon? No. no. So Thanks. I have this. I have this. All right. And... Um, what it is, is it's, it's so simple. It's a puree of scotch bonnet peppers. I, I, I put them in some, I blanch them in uh, boiling hot water to get rid of any germs. Okay. Nothing will live in this. Nothing will live and grow in this. This right. will last for a very long time. It's interesting, you know, that the pepper itself, chili peppers, part of the theory is that they have the heat so that insects and molds won't grow on them. Yeah. And oh, only yeah. mammals can feel the heat. So birds, oh, and, yeah, and that's why chilies are found all over the world or how they get sort of cross-pollinate or cross-whatever, yeah. uh, because birds can eat chilies, take the seeds, and deposit them elsewhere, and they won't feel the heat. Come on! They use chilies in parts of Africa to keep elephants out of their crops, because elephants will sort of stomp around, and yeah. they don't, they're sensitive to chilies, so they'll put it in the perimeters of crops. So, yeah. But you can't keep insects away. Insects will avoid... Uh, they will as well. Yeah. Okay. They'll avoid well, it. Birds. It'll, birds. Birds are like, yeah, birds yeah. Are bring it on. Bring yeah, yeah, it yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You call right. it a chili? Yeah. Okay, so um, <laughs> just so you know, it's a puree of that pepper, okay. garlic, 
some lime juice, Yum. some uh, apple cider vinegar, and salt. Okay. And I added honey because, as I said, there's a sweet heat. I like to accentuate okay. that. Oh, yeah. It's got a nice, nice little prick off the top. Right off the top. You know, it's like you like you feel it. Yeah. And then it sort of, it stays with you. It's just like we're going for this ride, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be your constant companion yeah. in your mouth. I like that. <laughs> Exactly. It's like an Eagles record in my mouth is what it's like. <laughs> Take it easy. I sing to my avocado. Um, so this is yours. Now, this is a oh, tiny. That's lovely. Thank of course. you. So this is a tiny mason jar. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, I would say it's a quarter cup, a third cup of, uh, of the paste, in the, of the pepper sauce in mm. here. This is, you know, you can add it to um, an omelet. Now, I'm talking about an eighth of a teaspoon. Okay. Whip it into an omelet. You get a nice light spice, and it's all across the omelet. As you've seen, guacamole, if you made a guacamole yeah, with this, this is, avocado, this is, it's great. And really, again, to be quite honest with you, yeah. this is you don't need to go past this for a nice guacamole. No. Avocado, agreed. a little pinch of this. Yeah. And it, maybe and a little extra lime juice, maybe yeah. I would even. Yeah, a bit of salt. It. Yeah. And your tortilla chips. This is great. You're off to the races. This is I wonderful. Know. Now, this will, this will give an incredible amount of life to your guacamole, your omelets, uh, any stew you make, the... the OG chili we yep. were talking about. Well, not the OG, but, you know, the uh, the kidney beans yeah, and sure. beef. You add some of this to that. But, again, you go eighth of a teaspoon at a time. And you okay, for it. me, yeah, this should be your replacement for any of those hot sauces you get at stores. Whether it's, Thank you. you know, the one that has the guy's name on it. Right. The one that has the Mexican mama holding a, a basket or whatever. Right, 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 right. Any of those chilies. Well, any of those sauces, which are great and fine. And if you're in a restaurant, that's what they give you. Go with it. Yeah. But in your home, how long did it take you to make this? Uh, I would say a total of 10 minutes, and that's only because I boiled some peppers. Otherwise, okay. it's a two-minute process. Yeah. And so you would grab uh, some scotch bonnets? Yeah. Put them in boiling water okay. for under a minute. That's really just to kill any germs. I mean, you know, sure. you just think about the people who are picking the peppers yeah, and all that. You want to just clean that. Or in the, in the stores where you, you know, yes. people are going to handle it. Loose handling. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, and then you remove the seeds... You put them in a processor, lime, excellent. Lime. I'm putting more on my avocado. Yes, that's, yes. that's the response. I'm coming there. into there too. Uh, lime, apple cider vinegar was my own touch. I feel it adds a nice sweetness as well. Honey, I really, really like in it. Yeah. Um, in Trinidad, Dave's grandmother used to tell me they would make a pepper sauce and then they would put it out in the day, in the, in the summer heat outside. Mm. As if a pepper in Trinidad wouldn't be hot enough. Right. They would put it outside to like almost kind of cook it, get it even more intense. Get it angry, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know that if you um, stress a pepper plant, yeah, it's going to make it hotter. So, for example, if you have a scotch scotch bonnet pepper plant and you don't water it, yeah, as much as it needs, the plant will be will be stressed, and it will produce a hotter pepper. Is that right? So I'm going to try the milk punch to see how it combats yeah, the heat. Yeah, I just did, and I feel good about it. I feel good about it's it. It's great. It's great. We're having avocados with chili, Something and a about strong that rum mi- makes it sing as well. <laughs> a strong milk punch. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. Now, what should you? What do you look for when you're buying chilies? What do you look for when you're buying chilies? Um, there's a there's a freshness, you know. There's yeah. a, a rather than being. Um, I'm sure they're equally good when mm-hmm. they're they're wilted and sure. Um, you know, a little bit. Uh, yeah, you know, they're soft to the touch, but yeah. but if you get like a robust pepper. 
No, no real blemishes of any right. kind. They can be any shape. They can be, you know, big right. or the small. The look doesn't matter. The look of it doesn't matter, but it's actually the texture of the skin. Okay. I always like that. And when it's not as hot as this, mm. I also like taking a quarter of it and just, you know, when you eat Indian food or when you eat West Indian sure. food, you have uh, roti or the dal puri, mm. just a sliver with each bite or each second bite, a tiny, tiny sliver mm. each time, really. It just lights things up. Okay, so... In Canada, one of the, one of the drinks that cocktails that we're known for is a Bloody Caesar, mm-hmm. which is like a Bloody Mary, but we use Clamato's juice. Right. Put a little bit in of this oh, in yeah. that, as opposed to horseradish. Yep. And it's it's gonna make that's a Trinidadian that's a Trinidadian go to. It's fantastic. Thank you, Trinidad. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Trinidadian Canadians, for like <laughs> yeah. like you got to just thank these cultures that bring Absolutely. these things, man. So. We're probably going to do more episodes on chilies. Today, we looked at the Scotch bonnet. Um, How it's hurt us and helped us. <laughs> now, honestly, I, I'm going to uh, you know, appeal to our listeners to, to, to make this kind of a sauce. Keep it in your fridge when you're having an omelet, when you need a little, a little dash of spice. Yeah. This is the, and you know what? It stayed with me, but now it's... it's uh, Eventually, it goes. It goes. I see a little color in your face. Yeah. I know what's happening on my head right now. Sure. Open, open pores, mm. you know? Mm. It's great, man. Okay. If you ever have guests over, sorry, Mark, no, 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 if you no, ever no. have guests who are a little bit uptight and not really communicating uh. with each other and you feel like a failure as a host, here's the lubricant right here. There you go. Yeah. And then have, them, some guacamole. have them touch their eye. Nah, no, no, no. Nah, that's no, when no. you really hate your guests. So you got to get <laughs> that's rid of them. That's for your boss. Yeah, exactly. Um, Damn, I, I I was gonna say something now I can't remember. That's no, no, no. Age. Oh yeah, if you're if you've got a stuffed nose, yeah, sinus sinus issues, bit of that man. Yeah, put that in your food. Yeah. Anytime I'm feeling a little bit under the weather, I always go for heat. I always go for spice. I'll go for Korean food. Yeah. And put their spice in it. You know, a Korean is great. You get one of these kimchi soups, yep. and sometimes. So you just go to the food. owner in these yep. smaller places and say, mm. "Look, I'm feeling a little under the weather. What do you have?" And then they just sort of give you a wink and like, I'm going to take care of you. And you just, there's a placebo effect there too. You're like somebody from another country who has immigrated here, who has this plethora of like secret ways of healing, you yeah. think to yourself, yeah. is about to give me something healing. It's good. It always is good. It can't hurt. No, it can't hurt. And I want to say this for the record, because I don't want it to be misinterpreted. When people in different cultures and different cuisines, uh, sorry, different restaurants, look at you and you're like, are you sure you can handle the heat? They're not doing it to be offensive oh, or no. to undermine you. They're doing it because they they, they want you to have, you. yeah, they, and they want you to have the right experience. Yeah. And they know that what might be right or what, what their spice level might be at might not be where yours is. And they just want to ensure that you're not going to have, so I'm not trying to fault or point fingers when I said, you know, I was in Mumbai and they looked at me and they're like, are you sure you want this? Oh, yeah. Not at all. In fact, I respect that. When I was working in the restaurant, if somebody wasn't familiar with a certain dish, yeah, I was happy to explain. I never looked at them like, oh, you don't know what parmigiano is? Yeah. Fine. I'm here. This is what I'm here to, to tell you about it. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, there's a restaurant in Toronto called mm. Pai, P-A-I, great Thai restaurant. Uh, they have different levels of spicy, you know, mild, medium, sure. hot, and then farang spicy, which farang is the word for foreigner. Even in Hindi, farangi means foreigner, and then Thai spicy. Not to be mistaken with a Ferengi from Star Trek. I know, not okay. not at all. I don't, I don't know what his heat tolerance was. They're still foreigners on the ship. Yeah. But, anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. Real nerdy moment yeah. right there, and I do know that moment also. But I had no, I never made that connection. 
But Farang spicy means foreigner spicy. Now, some people mm-hmm. might be like, I've been eating Thai food my whole life. I'm no, I'm no foreigner. Right. But that's just your problem with yourself. Yeah. That's your own problem that's going to get you in a lot of trouble. I had a Pad Thai the other day, Farang spicy. It was plenty spicy, sure. and it was amazing. And that's the lesson. You know, my, father, my, my, my buddy Dave from Trinidad said, in, in Trinidad, we always say, make it hot, hot, hot. And you, you say it three times. When it's cold, you go cold, cold. But when it's hot, you go hot, make it hot, hot, hot. Yeah. He goes, never in your life, I don't care what happens, never order anything hot, hot, hot in Trinidad. Right. Because we were in Trinidad for his wedding for okay. a week. And he said, that's just, that's just a no-go. He goes, I can't handle that. It's a death sentence. Right. Right. So why? who are you trying to be? Don't be yeah. a hero. Don't be, don't a, be hero. a hero. No They're way. trying to help you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, take it with a grain of spice is what I say. Exactly. Yeah. Take it with a grain of spice. Is, that should be our new saying. Now, are we... Uh, are yeah, we yeah. We're on, our, our... we're on our segment. Okay. So, you know, we, we, we had the sort of um, appetizer round. Yeah. Our chilies was the main course. We're on to dessert. This is dessert. And dessert for us, uh, which we hope will be dessert for you as well, all right? At, le- at least a sweet moment for you is... Uh, a segment that we call What's in Marco's Mouth. What's in Marco's Mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's Mouth? It's nothing dirty. We'll guess it, we'll mess it. Let's find out. What's in Marco's Mouth? And I just want to start by saying I don't love this segment. No. I really don't. You, you don't, love but it. I feel you... like people will. I feel like I do too much. You, you, you said this. <laughs> I think this would be a great segment. And I was always apprehensive of it. And then you're like, I think it's going to be a great segment. So I'm like, all right, we're going to do it. And it basically, I'm going to put on a blindfold. Ali's going to put something in my mouth. Yes. And then I'm going to have to figure out what it is. It's always food. Before you tune out, yep. it's always food. Thank you. Okay? Thank you for clever. <laughs> and I want to say this. My sister's a super taster. Yeah. What does that mean? That means she's got so many taste buds on her tongue. Yeah. My sister and my father, that certain foods, uh, they can't handle, like certain bitter foods are extremely bitter for okay. them. And certain certain food items, they're like, no, I can't, I can't deal with this. I'm not a super taster, but they are. And I, when I first, when my sister first told me that, I'm like, what are you talking about? And she said, in university, they did this test. They had a big lecture hall and the professor's like, okay, you're going to take this paper and put it in your mouth and we'll see how many super tasters are in the room. And it should be. 10% or 5%. And sure enough, and he goes, we'll know who the super tasters are. She's like, put it on her tongue. And she had to run out and find water and go to a fountain. She goes, there was like seven of us that just ran out of the classroom. Unreal. And, and everyone else was just perfectly It's a fun. little bit cruel of yeah. that professor. Like, yeah. we'll all know. Watch this, let's, guys. Let's see this. <laughs> I'm not a super taster, but I'm going to do my best to figure out what I'm putting in my mouth. Okay, I'm yeah. putting my blindfold on. All right. Okay. And I'm going to let you leave. Here is the segment we call... What's in Marco's mouth? Now, um, yeah, I think this is the way to do it. Okay. It's, uh, he's got, he's got uh, what is that, a sleep mask? Yeah, it's, a, a it's, a, it's one that my wife uses on the plane, so I just kind of took right. it. And I made it really tight on the back so that I couldn't see um, underneath it. Okay, so I'm putting okay. something in. Open that mouth. Open that mouth. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. It's in Marco's mouth. This is too exciting for oh, me. Man. I feel like I, I wish I could do this. With multiple people it's all got, the time. Here we go. It's got a fibrous taste to it. It's got uh, some fibers to it. I know this taste. It's not my favorite. Mm. It's got a little bit of heat on it. Oh, man. What is that? What is that? 
That is, okay, it's savory. It's not a fruit. It's got, um, oh man, it's got like a slight fibers, almost like a pear-like quality, but it's not pear. It's, uh, can I have another piece? Yes, you can. Oh. All right, okay, all oh, right, man. second try, second oh, try. Oh man. Let's go. <laughs> you put some, you put some chili on it. There's some sort there of chili. There's a marinade There's on. a marinade yeah. on it. It's, it's got a light, it's not, it's not the scotch, it's not the scotch bonnet, um, chili that you made that Open I up. had. Open up. Uh, Here you go. Second mm. take. I'm smelling it. I took it out of my you mouth, it so it's probably really gross for uh, Ali. Yeah. Well, mm. I don't know if we had to explain that to everybody. <laughs> Sorry. Good for you. No, it's important. Um, smelling it helps. Um, it's fleshy. It's soft. Oh, I know this thing. I know. Oh, you're killing me. I love the way you describe it because I think people listening might be uh, like, that's got to be this. They yeah. May, they oh, may for know. Sure. Yeah. It's savory. It's fibrous but it's it's got a it's got a mushy consistency but it's solid before you mush into it and it's savory so well described oh it's almost like almost like a not a bitter melon but it's like a um it's got a texture of um okay i'm i'm not psychic i want to say it's going to be green in color it's going to be am i am i am i right with that green or yellow the in flesh color that you just ate yeah. is not green okay, in color damn it Oh, you got me on this. Got you. You All got right. me on this. Okay. That was yep. a, a, a wedge of acorn squash. Oh, yes, it yes, was. Yes, it was. It was. It was squash in quality. Yes. yes. So this yes. is the one I did. So okay. what I put on it, uh, true to our, you know, staying true to our theme today, was a jerk seasoning. And jerk seasoning, so this is one that I bought. Uh, this is one that we have. I should have said, and I should, I need to say what I'm thinking. Yes. And I wanted to say Jamaican. Yes. It has a Jamaican flavor to it, but I didn't want to sound racist because Come I said on. I did, because I said I didn't like it, but I do like the, I didn't want to sound like I was, oh, I should have just it. said, next I time I'm just going to say, say it. I'm say what's say it. So, so this, this particular jerk seasoning Ingredients number one scallions, number two Scotch bonnet peppers. Uh, so I was like, yeah, we're gonna keep it uh, in the Scotch bonnet uh, family, uh, and uh, yeah, it was a nice little uh, acorn squash. Wrong, and you, you, you don't like acorn squash? I do. I don't know. It's just I prefer yeah. butternut squash or yes. pumpkin. Yes, yes, yes. Same. Oh man! Oh, I got him. You got, got him. you got me. My goal is to always get him. Let's. But, see. Uh, <laughs> oh, but it's yeah. Is it not yellow in color? Did I not say, say yellow? You said it's green. Your um, word, your exact word was, was green. green, and and the outside of it is, it is a mix of green, green and orange and yellow. Yeah. Uh-huh. So then I asked you, is the you, are you talking about the fleshy thing? And then I said, oh, I meant that I meant the yeah I, I mean, meant I mean, the it's a pale yellow. No, pale, pale yellow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I was wrong. There's no way I can I can <laughs> regain from that. But yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. Ah, oh, terrific. Well, I'm so exhilarated you, by this segment. You did it, man. You did it. Uh, thank you for listening to uh, Eat and Drink. It's been a pleasure. You get the vibe. You see yeah. what we do. Yeah. We're not, uh, we're not foodies. We're storytellers. That's right. We're people who who love life, and part of life is food. And uh, we're grand crew eaters without the snobbiness. How's with, that? Uh, yes. I'm I gonna like say, I, I'm gonna say a cheers to your buddy Dave, who we yes. uh, talked about in today's Mr. episode. Mr. Deon Orion, there thank you, you so cheers much. Cheers to you today. all. We hope you got your fill of eat and drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up. <laughs> <laughs>